Hi, welcome to Season 2 of the Silverline Podcast, an audio version of our video streams that we hold weekly. They're edited a little bit to make them a little more concise. My name is Roland Mann. I'm the head honcho at Silverline, and we have a great time making fun comics that we think that you'll enjoy. So thank you for listening, and maybe go check out some of our comics if you haven't already. Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, Silver Line Comics, Silver Sunday Stream. I'm Curtis Fujita, and uh, this is Roberta. Roberta, feel free to introduce yourself. Sure, sure. Hi, I'm Roberta Okay, yeah, so everybody, welcome to uh, Silver Line Sunday. This is for Silver Line Comics. We are an independent comic book publisher. Just wanted to say hello to everybody. Today's topic is going to be us discussing about team-ups, uh, team-ups in comic books, team-ups in film, movies, animation, what have you, ones that we've seen and like and one that we've yet to see, things that we want to see coming up. Uh, so while you're here, don't forget to please like, share, and subscribe. And also, uh, this episode is sponsored by our sponsors, Coliseum of Comics on East Colonial Drive in Orlando, Florida. Make sure to check them out. Also, a big shout out to our friends at Kablam Printing. And also, uh, don't forget, Daytona Beach Comic Con is coming up in September. That's Saturday, September 10th. Also, Sunday, September 11th. And that's at the... Uh, at the, the, uh, the <laughs> it's in Daytona. So go ahead. Uh, we're going to have a lot of our guests there, a lot of our uh, staff and artists. We even have Peter Clinton coming all the way from the UK for it. So make sure to check that out. Uh, so so um, we'll just kind of get into it. Uh, as far as team-ups, one of our major titles is uh, Silverline Team-Up, and that's Champion and Miss Fury. And so that brings together uh, Miss Fury, who's a character that's in the public domain, almost like a Catwoman bat. Batman kind of character or Batwoman kind of character, and I want to roll in man's character's champion. So we're bringing those two characters together. The first issue is out, and uh, we do plan on having further issues coming up. So that's an example of uh, one of our team-ups. I'm going to go ahead and let Roberta back in the stream. Hello. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. Not a problem, not a problem, much better. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is just one of the pages for Shadow Ghost. I, I did all the flats, so I'm just kind of going in and starting to do some of the rendering and stuff like that. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Um, Actually, if you want to share, you, you're welcome to. That's okay. I'll... this trouble. Sure, sure. Take your time. I'll be working on this. Um. What I was telling everybody was, um, we're, you know, the subject is team-ups, uh, team-ups that we like that we've seen, team-ups that we've yet to see that we'd like to see. And I was just talking about Champion and Miss Fury that uh -huh. you were. And uh, that that's kind of a fun one because of the whole concept that it's actually a character that's in the public, uh, you know, public domain. Yeah. So people know and love Miss Fury already. Yeah, yeah. And then one of a character that's been around for a while, but maybe not everybody knows about one of Roland's characters, Champion. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and we don't you, even know that much about him, you know. We not really. We more about him. Yeah. 
Yeah, he, he originally appeared in Cat and Mouse, the original black and white series uh, back in the day. And so he's back in this one. Um, were you familiar with, with Miss Fury uh, or Champion? Oh, yeah. Miss Fury I knew from before. Mm -hmm. And there's some people credit her for inspiring Catwoman a little bit. Yeah. Uh, she has an awful lot of um, different iterations. I know Dynamite had her last. Mm -hmm. um, so I saw some of that. Um, but yeah, um, I don't I don't know everywhere she's been. Um, so I I think because of the series, it, it's made me want to dive more into her. Totally. I know um, Roland wrote an earlier version of Miss Fury back in the day from Malibu. Mm -hmm. And I think even recently, uh, aside from just our book, I know I think Billy Tucci did a um, did a version of Miss Fury for one of his recent uh, crowdfunding campaigns. So, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So still a really, a really prevalent character. Um. Yeah, so as far as team-ups, you know, we kind of got the name for Silverline team-up. It's kind of an homage to Marvel team-up. Marvel used to do that, and they would have a team-up book where they would just pair up two characters or sometimes two unlikely characters together uh, for yes. like a, a short series, right? So, so this, mm -hmm. the purpose is to kind of throw you off, right? It's like, why do they be together? Definitely. <laughs> do you have any... Uh, any team-ups that stand out for you as far as comic books go, ones that you like or kind of had an impact on you? I might have to think about that still. Uh, yes. I'm not, not sure. Um, team-ups are always kind of, I, I think the ones that, um, that I remember were more the Marvel ones because it's so many crossovers. Yeah. Um, Definitely did I, that. I think... What I'd like, what I'd like to talk about is, you know, if since we now have a very large group of books in Silverline, what ones are we thinking of crossing over? That's what I'd like to talk about. Perhaps if we can get some just guesses, not because you know we're not going to give away anything, but what would be from our group, you know. Definitely. Do you have any any in mind ones that you'd like to see within our, our kind of silver line comics universe, as it were? Yeah, I think Twilight Grim and Stone Patriots need to get together. Oh, that'd be trippy. That'd be really <laughs> trippy. I like that. That's, that's kind of the good thing with like vampires and that kind of like supernatural, right? You can they can go in any timeline, right? Yeah, you can throw them anywhere, and I'd like to see what would happen to them. <laughs> One one that I think would really fit really well is um, Divinity and mm -hmm. Divinity and Kal uh, Divinity and Kalis. Mm -hmm. uh, just both have that kind of X Files vibe, you know. That would work. Yeah, and they both definitely meet. Yeah, I think that would be. Yeah, I think they, have, they both have the kind of you know government after them feel. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. I think I think they, I think those would be really good. So that's kind of my. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I think those would be good. I think other ones would be, you know, definitely all the street level heroes. Um, you know, would definitely be a good fit. You know, like, um, mm -hmm. of course, uh, 
Cat and Mouse with like I know Sniper and Rook is is originally has some draws inspiration from Cat and Mouse, so that'd be a good pairing. Yeah. Um, Switchblade. Switch yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be neat. Yeah. So I think those would be those would be potential ones. I don't know what we could do with Trumps, but someone needs to come in there. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I wonder. I'm not sure. <laughs> you can always do some type of something happens in the timeline. <laughs> Trumps, Trumps and Bear. <laughs> Trumps and <Right>. Bear. <laughs> but you know what? Weirder things have happened. Like I thought one of the funniest team ups back in the day with Marvel was um, Archie versus the Punisher. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> yeah, this is so weird. I mean, it's like you just never, but they actually did it, and that's kind of what made it made it so cool. You know, that was kind of funny. So yeah, yeah. So never say never. Um, okay, I think I finally got my page up. It took me a while. I'm sorry. Oh no, not at all. Let me uh, let me hop off, and we'll have you go ahead. And when you're ready, feel free. To share what you're working on. It's a lot of clicking to share, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. There we go. So, All right. The and pendulum page. Nice. See it? All right. He's, uh, he's concocted something. Cool. And he's dark and brooding. I love this. That's why yeah. I followed that panel first. He was just a. Just a down. That's good. Now, when you do the flats, are you do you generally do you generally just do the midtones first and then kind of pluck out the highlights and the shadows, or is it, or do you have a specific? You know, I really have have not had any success with um, with having one or the other mm -hmm. be first because you can take away. It's like it it could be additive where you where you just pull the darks in and then you get the highlights and the midtones work. But I've also liked it sometimes where I've had the the shadow color first mm -hmm. and I cut it away and then uh, load in the midtone and then start brightening up the highlights. And that works too. It just gives it a little bit of a more painterly feel to start from the midtones, I think. Because then I want to kind of sculpt it one way and then sculpt it the other way so it's a, yeah that process i think i like a little bit more but That's it tends to be very dramatic if i do the the shadow tone you know mm -hmm. lay that in and then just cut a, a hard edge out that kind of gives me some ideas too. but just you know sometimes you just need to be inspired on how you're gonna how you're gonna approach it no, definitely. I, I I was I remember I was watching a documentary on um the original Batman the animated series, mm -hmm. and what they did for the backgrounds was um like Bruce Tim and the whole team like they specifically chose to have black paper and of course this is back in the day when everything was analog, black paper for the backgrounds and then they would pluck out the colors and the highlights, and that's what gave it that kind of dark brooding that's kind cool. of film. yeah yeah so it's interesting to hear that kind of stuff you know. Yeah, I like watching other people's process, too, because, you know, you always want to try and see if it works for you or see if it works in that situation. Definitely, definitely. 
Do you ever find, I was, I was talking to somebody the other day and it's like, sometimes I, I go back and forth between the tasks for, for my book just to keep it fresh because I'm doing the whole thing. It's like, if I'm just inking the whole time, I start to go crazy. So I'll, I'll hop around to do some coloring and then hop back just so I can keep moving. Do you, do you tend well, to? Yeah, I do. And even in coloring, there's so many different tasks to do, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, if, if I feel like I'm frustrated and, you know, I've done this, this section for too long and I hop away and then do a color hold and I'll come back to it and I'll have an idea that, you know, just came out because I, I got a fresh look at it. So, yeah, it absolutely helps to do different things. Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's like, for me, it's like, sometimes I only, I know I can only put in this many hours in one day on one task. But yeah. I don't want to waste time. So, yeah, I kind of find that, too. It's good to jump back to some other stuff. I'm still moving forward, just, you know, in different areas. So. Well, what I've noticed is I'm, you know, I, notwithstanding technical issues, mm-hmm. I can I can color something um, and start having a million ideas. And if I walk away or do a different thing, I'll lose them. Yeah. So it depends, honestly, on what kind of direction I'm going with it. Because I've had I've had times where you just like get in the zone for this certain part of it, mm-hmm. and until I complete it, I'm not going to stop. So yeah, I do have that quite a lot. Makes sense. Yeah, you kind of got to. As funny as it sounds, you must kind of got to know your own psychology and like where you're yeah. at. You know, you got to know yourself. You know, not not just mm-hmm. your skills, but know. As funny as it sounds, and it may seem kind of lofty, like your own emotional expectations of what, of what you're of what you're going to do to keep that moving. is an experience thing you know it's like it takes a long time to get to know yourself to get oh, yeah. to really believe that your shortcomings are there and they're real and yeah. that you do really well if you change one little thing uh-huh. you know and just work with what you know is is coming to pass as your best flow find the best time of day, find the best arrangement, if you're in music, you know, you have to be comfortable and, you know, find your inspiration. And that's, that's where I go. Definitely. Try and to it, maximize for time because time is always a problem. Well, isn't that, that's the essence of being a professional artist rather than just an artist for art's sake, right? When you're a professional artist, you have to find those kind of shortcuts or those kind of ways to get back on track because there is a deadline and there is yeah. you know, expectations, you know, um, that that's something that I don't think they teach in art school because you got to kind of learn that for yourself, what, what that means to you, you know? Yeah. Your deadlines for your school projects are not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. It always yeah. felt like it was, but it really wasn't. <laughs> and, and then you got into the real world, right? <laughs> yeah, you get in the real world, and you know, then their deadlines are pretty significant. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it much harder. Yeah, so, yeah. I think knowing how fast you can do something is really good to know. Definitely, and then, especially. And then I have to say one really big deal about that is not just how fast you can do it, but how fast you can do it when things go wrong. <laughs> Oh, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And and, and if for some reason in, in the art world, I don't know about your experience, but at least for me, it's always you get the call or yours. It's always like we need, it's 12 hours work that need to be done in a three hour window. It's never, 
you have ample time. It's always like <laughs> yesterday, you know? Yeah, I think it's a psychological thing that they think we're going to, you know, not take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like if, if they make it sound like it's an emergency, you'll <laughs> you'll get it done on time. Right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So I, I really have had um, a hard time with my own motivation if I have too much time also. So, really? yeah, you got to know. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. Well, and it's always like a matter of like when is finished, when is something actually finished, you know? That, that, that's that's a tough one. You know? Oh, can I talk on that for a minute? Because oh my god, you can you can work something to death. <laughs> yes, you can if you have much time. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the more time you have, the more complicated it is. And that doesn't make sense if you're going to do this this particular task as a small piece of something bigger that's gonna keep coming then you're not going to have time to make the product happen so you have yeah. to know that part of it no that's very true and then there's also like when you start something and this is kind of where art art directors come and play or directors or what have you it's like the expectation you 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 hit at the beginning like an accomplishment the level of detail in that first page is you're establishing what the expectation is for the rest of the book right so, yeah, you want to put so, a lot, in. <laughs> but not so much you can't repeat it. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. So that's funny. Yeah. So, um, I mean, well, back back to team ups. Um, mm -hmm. let's see. Is there any team ups that you let's say in TV, like a like a TV or movies, like a crossover or something like that? That kind of stands out for you that you liked or impressed some impressed you. Um, let's see. I think they were starting to do that with um, those. Let's see the um, the shows that that were kind of in a group with. Um, I can't talk here. Sorry. <laughs> I can't read my read my palette. No, no, not a problem. No problem. All right, I will stop coming. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, in crew today, yeah. so we, we just have to. <laughs> That's one of the things I can't do. I can't read my palette and come up with conversation. Yeah. That's why I'm like, oh, I'm just going to call in a corner here, please. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I was trying to see what they were going to do with the Spider-Man and, you know, how many crossovers they were going to put him in. Yeah. And, you know, they've been bringing him in everything. Totally. At movie life. <laughs> yeah. yeah and so, so, like, I'm not sure if, if he doesn't belong anywhere. I've always yeah. thought that about Spider-Man, that they could place him literally in, in almost every part of their their universe, except I'm, I'm not sure if he belongs in Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe not. But yeah. it'd be interesting to see it happen. No, definitely. I, th I think, you know, sometimes it's like, well, does it make sense? And, and I think over time, what I feel like is, especially in comics or sci-fi or, you know, movies, you can you can find an excuse to put them in there. But it's like, does it make sense storytelling-wise? You know what I mean? Does it make right. sense for, 
this character being in contact with this character is that further the story, further the character development, you know, that that kind of thing. Um, so. uh, we were just watching a Stranger Things, the new season. Have uh, do you do you watch? I saw show? the first three. Yeah, that's good. It's it's absolutely just, it hasn't lost any of its magic. Not at all. I mean, they're doing a great job. I mean, they, it, I, I thought by this fourth season, I'm like, okay, they're going to run out of steam. But I not thought so. Yeah. Yeah. What I like about that show that they do, and I mean, it's it's all within the same show, but like the idea of a team up is they find ways to put characters from other seasons that haven't had their own interaction, and they have those kind of two characters go off and go on a different adventure, aside from the rest of the party, and then you kind of see something different, you know, in them. Right. And, and I think that's just so, so clever how they how they do that, you know. So I think that's where team ups really are good. Um, yeah, I think you're right there. You know, you want it, you want to see them uh, put together something that actually makes some humor, makes um, makes sense in the story, and and puts a thought in your mind, you know, so mm-hmm. that it keeps your interest there. No, totally. Totally. So the team that I've always wanted to see in movies, and mm-hmm. I even talked to our, our old, um, our friend Dave Olbrich, uh, when he was, he, he used to, he was working at a company called Space Goat at one time. Mm-hmm. They, they had it's the license. Great name. It's a great name. And, it's a great name. And they had the license to um, Evil Dead, the Evil Dead comic books. Oh, my yeah. God. Did they? How did yeah. I not know that? Oh, yeah. And at the same time, our other former coworker, Ross Ritchie at Boom Studios, mm-hmm. had the license to Big Trouble in Little China. And I've always wanted to put those two characters together. Ash, Ash from Evil Dead and Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China together. I think okay. Yeah. 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 So that would be one of my uh, most desired crossovers. I'd honestly like to see Ant-Man go anywhere. <laughs> I really would. You'd be funny everywhere. <laughs> oh, totally, totally, definitely. I Def- would like to see them just put him, in, you know, small and then just blow up someone. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I like him. I think um one of the. I don't know if there's a cross. Sometimes it, you know, crossovers usually start with like verses, right? But I thought one of the fascinating. Yeah, there's always like a yeah the battle. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the the craziest one, but was dumb real was uh when Neil Adams did a uh, Muhammad Ali versus Superman. That was crazy. Oh god, yeah. what an idea! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what about cross cross conflict characters? Like if we could get a Marvel or a DC character to come yeah. silver line. I know Roland might think that's sacrilege, but but let's just we're just being theoretical. Here. Oh well, uh, uh, you know, I was spitballing. I was spitballing something. I think it'd be funny to see Aquaman and and someone like um, Wolverine. Uh-huh. Where would because how would you come up with where they are? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like would I, I? I honestly don't know much about Wolverine and water. And, you know, <laughs> and I would love to see what they would do. So, so if we had to be down there in the ocean. So it's spring break, 
<laughs> so I think it'd be really hard on the writers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When we were working at Malibu at that time, do you remember they actually had a Marvel versus DC huge crossover event? And um, I don't remember much about what it was. Yeah, I, I was just I remember them talking about it, but I can't remember it. So remind me what what happened. Well, it was, it was interesting. You know, it started out as just like a versus thing where, where it was Marvel versus DC. But what they did afterwards, I thought was so clever, was for like a month, maybe a month only, I think, they did something called Amalgam, where they brought both the universes together and had combination characters from like, they combined Wolverine with Batman. And, right. and yeah, and that was, that yeah, was actually. I heard, I heard what people thought about that, but I didn't read it. Yeah, it was, it was interesting, you know. Um, like they combined, um, yeah. So they they had yeah they had that. Then I think they combined was it Superman and Captain America, and then a couple others. But the Wolverine, the Wolverine Batman one was really cool. It was really cool. So I, I like it when they do stuff like Superman that. Superman and Captain America would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what one of my favorite combinations? I think. Uh, I said it before, but there was a, a DC Comics Elseworlds where they combined Superman and Batman called Speeding Bullets. And it was mm -hmm. such a cool story where they made it that when when uh, Superman or Kal-El, when his, when his uh, rocket landed, it didn't land in Smallville. It landed in Gotham. And he got adopted wow. by the Wayne family. And so when the Wayne family got killed, then he became Batman. So it was mm -hmm. Batman all of Superman's powers. And, and he had a really bad attitude. It was really cool. It was really cool. So, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So. But, just us tonight? Uh, I think so. Tommy said he might he might swing by, but I think he was finishing up at a convention or something like that. Okay. Yeah. It was funny. I, I, didn't, I didn't fully catch it. I'll have to ask him exactly. But um, he was saying that, I guess, he... He told somebody that he inks digitally, and I guess somebody at the convention got angry mm -hmm. and walked away from his table, which I think is ridiculous. But oh, I I think what I, what I saw him talking about was that they wanted some advice on how to be a better inker uh -huh. based on what pen he used. Oh gosh! <laughs> so they were angry that that he wasn't consistently endorsing some particular, you know. Like, like that's gonna make them better. Oh yeah, totally. Everybody wants that that one and done thing, right? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to the reality, which is like, no, you just have to do the work, which nobody wants to hear. It's you know, in your brain, it's really not in the tool. Mm -hmm. If totally. you can't see it, then you can't put it down anywhere. And you know, sure, you can have tools that inhibit. Your progress, for sure. Mm -hmm. I have to say, I've been more angry at digital than I have been in a while, and I almost wish I could go back to color. <laughs> <My hand>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My thing is well, backing files. I mean, it, that takes a while. When you were trying to really like archive your stuff, that takes a while to do that. You know. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. Um. But it, there's a free flow to it, which is you know, very nice. It's, 
I think if you get going with a project like that, um, it's it's kind of hard to start and stop and with the agility. You can get yeah. off it and you don't have cleanup and you don't have you know to rearrange your room. Yeah. How how are you with with um because I mean I, I watch when you're doing it, but I, I hate to admit I don't really take a look at, at like your layers, but are you super are you able to be super organized with your layers as you go through it or do you go through it kind of fast you're talking, Yeah, non-stream. Uh -huh. I will have more layers. Okay. What I, I can't do is talk and read. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so during the stream, I tend to like keep collapsing and collapsing so that I have everything like on one layer. Yeah. So what I tend to do is I'll I'll make a selection with the with say the shirt, and then uh -huh. I'll float it to its own layer and lock it. If I'm lucky, I remember to lock it where last time I kept forgetting. Oh. Yeah. And I get this blend that went across the whole page. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but what I like about locking it is that, you know, everything you do um, mm -hmm. only affects that spot. So, so you can have a very, very painterly approach to it. Um, so I, I can take, you know, a paintbrush and draw on it or take a blend tool. So... What I've been liking to do is is um, is have just the one layer for that, but the layers that I tend to like to separate out mm -hmm. is I take the background on for everything and keep that, you know, so that I can make adjustments as I see maybe a tone change needs to happen. Then it's easier to to change all of the mood. Nice. Yeah. Well so I'll keep. I'll keep the characters on their own layer. Um, cool. And then sometimes effects on top of that would have, like if there's fire everywhere, it would separate that into its own thing. But otherwise, it doesn't need too many layers. I tend to have like eight, I think, in general. That's good. Well, welcome to the, welcome to the show. The sensation that's sweeping the nation, Mr. Tommy Floramonte. Yeah. Hey, hi, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. No. How's it going? Uh, I have not turned this on forever, and I've got like five of this talking. Hold on, give me a minute to try to get this figured out. <laughs> yeah, I have my own debacle, so no, no worries. Um, hello, hello, hello. We hear you. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I think I got just one, one, one of you, well, two of you in my head instead of ten of y'all. So there we go. <laughs> That's better. So Maybe. How, are you doing? how is the convention? Yeah. Oh, it was fun. It's uh, we've done it before. They do it two or three times a a, a year. Um, they it's let's see. Uh, I'm trying to make sure I say it's right. I want to say uh, thank you to um, Greg over at the Lake Collecticon. Usually, a bunch of us show up, but it was just Haley and I, our own Haley, Haley Martin. That's and I, I know with Haley. Yeah, yeah, Haley's fun to hang out with. She was my. Mm -hmm. uh, she she worked with uh, with Roland and I on the uh, rejects book. She did the coloring and stuff. So, mm -hmm. yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Haley also uh, did all of the artwork on Bear, Bear, yeah. right? So, yeah, she told me that she's actually working on issue two of Bear. So she's actually got all the thumbnails done. So we should start seeing more of that pretty soon. So nice. that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was a fun show. It's always kind of it's it's kind of a uh, you, it's in a mall. 
So, you know, you, you're set up down the mall. So sometimes you get people that are just going to the mall on Sunday and they're like, what is, what is all these people doing in the mall <laughs> set up with comic book stuff? And then sometimes there are people there that are, you know, buying or, you know, coming, you know, in their costumes and, 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 you know, getting comics yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's just really odd sometimes. And this was kind of an, an odd one. I mean, I did, you know, sell some stuff, talk to a bunch of people, but it was mostly people you saw families like, don't go talk to those people. Don't, don't. Pulling their kids along and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why there's five Spider-Mans yeah. walking around. This is, is, are they, are they making the new Spider-Man movie? There's like, you know, because you remember in that last Spider-Man movie, there was a, what, there was a, three of them, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, so they were like, it, yeah, it was kind of confusing to people that weren't expecting comic book people to be set up in the mall. But, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. Well, that's right. good. You know, we were we were kind of kind of casually mentioning, but but I guess something to the effect of um, you I guess you said something like you were recommending a somebody wanted a recommendation of a pen, a brush or something or oh no towards the beginning of the uh, the thing I was I was setting up and I was uh, inking one of uh, Dean Zachary's uh, covers. I've been doing a bunch of covers lately, yeah. um, and um, trying to just. Uh, uh, Silver line rolling, you know, they, 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 in between while I'm working on stuff, they were like, here's, here's eight covers for upcoming stuff here. Work on these, work on these. So, and so I had one of Dean's. It was for the, uh, uh, Wolf Hunter number two cover that Dean did. So I was working on it. And, um, the person was just, uh, walked up and was watching me. And I'm like, ah, you know, you do, you, you do your spill. You talk to, hey, how you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And the person was like, well, what, what do you normally ink with? And I'm just like, because they saw, because I, I keep a little, a little, I don't have it with me. It's still, I hadn't unloaded the car. I just, I just basically got, got, got here from the show. So I hadn't unloaded, but I got a, a little tub that's got all my, uh, you know, some of the brushes and some of this thick, thicker there, are, you know, it's, it's all disposable brushes and things like that. But he's like, oh, I thought you were supposed to use India ink. And I'm like, well, yeah, you, you can. And he goes, well, what do you use? And I'm like, well, right now I'm using this and I'm using uh, this for uh, uh, tech tech stuff. And then I'm using, uh, you know, some different kinds of brushes to, to, to simulate, you know, a real sable brush and then a quill and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, they're like, well, what are you supposed to use? And I'm like, you can use whatever you want. What does it matter what you're supposed to use? <laughs> yeah. And they're there. And so they just was basically like, well, I want to know what you use because he was flipping through all the, the, the pages I had on the table. Well, I want to, I want my stuff to look like this. And I'm like, what did you use? And I'm and I'm like, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> you, got, you can use whatever you want. You don't have to use any specific, any or particular or anything. Now you don't want to use, you know, uh, uh, crappy stuff you know that stuff that's not going to give you a good line and all that kind of stuff but you can use whatever you want and he goes no i need to know what you're using so i can draw like i can i can make comics like you and i'm like and finally i'm like dude it has nothing to do with this it has to do with me it's been i've been i've been in practice you know i've been doing this for 30 some odd years i can pick up anything and you know sometimes if i'm on vacation and I'm doing some art or something and I need, I'll just run to Walmart and whatever they got is what I'll use. You know, so you've got to, you've got to just go with it. It's, you know, it's, I don't know who told me that one time. Uh, it was, 
it's not necessarily the particular like you don't want to use crappy stuff because you could you know you could get a a brush that's all mangled and stuff and it's going to look like crap so it's got to be you know decent quality stuff but it doesn't have to be anything particular um you know and some people use uh yeah so he got mad at me and and i'm like well you know i know you're supposed to use the i forget what it was the the windsor newton series what blah 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 the 50 dollar brush you know and I, and I did you know back in the day you used all those expensive brushes and stuff but eventually i got tired of spending 25 dollars on a brush that even is is as well as i kept them clean because you know after every time every day i would clean you know you would you'd have to get down into the yeah a lot of time cleaning those things and so eventually it's like well i'm just gonna buy a knockoff five dollar brush you know and then i was like well why am i spending thirty dollars on a brush when this five dollar brush does the same thing you know i mean it, it, you know back when i was doing the marble stuff i mean i was lucky enough that they would send me brushes and all that kind of stuff and they would send you ink and everything like that. Malibu never did, but, but Marvel did. Marvel would send you stuff and um, on occasion, not all the time. And, um, yeah, and so you just uh, eventually I switched over to um, disposable brushes because they were just easier. You know, making a mess. I don't have to worry about a, a thing of India ink spilling all over the place. And, you know, and, and you know. So, well, anyway, he got he got mad. That 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 I eventually said it had nothing to do with the tools. Just as long as they're not crap tools, as long as you got decent tools, it's it's me, it's you. You're you're going to be able to to ink well or draw well. You got to practice. You know, I've been doing this for thirty some odd years, and and of course, you know, the last the last month hadn't been that great for me, so I wasn't in the greatest mood to try to be be messing with this this fella. And he got mad at me, and then I, and then I and then finally I, I knew what was going to get him. I said, and then I reached over and I pulled out my iPad and I said, you know, I don't even do this anymore. I do it all digitally. He got, <laughs> he, got he got pissed and just turned around and walked off. And, <laughs> and, and Haley was Haley was sitting there behind me, and she was like, did he just walk off? And I'm like, yeah, he just walked away. <laughs> You you should just open this filter and you just type in the word ink and it does it for you now. It's all magic. It's all magic. That's right. We got a couple comments. Uh, Fruit Bat 36 says, Hola, Martin here. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Good to see you. And um, Royal Airship says, Tommy, talked you up a lot at Pittsburgh today. Trying to send some business your way. So. I'm trying to remember who Royal Airships was. I know who it is. I think I do. Who's Royal Royal Airships? I, we I think that's Rory. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, Rory. What's going on? You guys were at the show. How come I wasn't invited to the show? I wouldn't have been that great of a person to come anyway. But, but. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be more. There'll be more opportunity. You know. But yeah, that's funny. Time people want people want like a, a quick answer. Right? Oh, here we go. Yeah, they really do. They want to just start to draw. Hey, Rory. They want. They. Uh, they yeah. They want to just be able to st- just just to start. You know. I. You know. I picked up some paper and now I'm ready to draw comics. So you got to work on it a little bit. You know. I mean, there are some 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 of the artists that. That it's like, where did this guy come from? And go, oh, he didn't do anything, and all of a sudden, I'm drawing Spider-Man, and like, all right, well, you know, you're you're a miracle. I don't know what happened, but the rest of us, we have to work on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the rest, it's a normal human being. Uh, Roy yeah, says, 
Sister Tommy, you always have a standing invite. So. Oh, all right. Next time. Next time, for sure. Yeah. But no, de- definitely. It's like, um, it, it's it's kind of those things. It's like, well, you know, there's something attached to the brush, right? Or the pen. It's my hand, which is connected <laughs> to the arm. That's right. With this. <laughs> and that goes up the arm here. Let me show you the, the, the camera goes this way, and then it comes up the shoulder, and then it goes into your head. And then you got to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rory, uh, Royal Airships goes on to say, "Come to Columbus in December, December for Galacticon." Galacticon, I like that. That's a name. Yeah, that sounds like a transformer. That's awesome. Very cool. And he says, "And I'll definitely see you in December, which is very cool at Daytona on, on September 10th and September 11th." Check oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, 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 Tommy, we were talking about um about team ups just in broadly and kind of going over different things team-ups that we like and we feel have been successful ones that we'd like to see are there any team-ups going back to comic books any team-ups in comic books that you stand out for you or that you really enjoyed or you thought were successful you know when i i saw the the uh, i was at the show when i finally uh, earlier today when i finally got what the subject was going to be okay. and i'm like oh no and i started trying to brainstorm a little bit and you know my uh, I, my head's been all over the place lately. So I was trying to think of, um, uh, you know, my big old team ups were all of just the, the, the Marvel team ups that was mostly my favorite character. We all know Spider-Man with everybody. So mm-hmm. I, not, any, not any one particular, but you know, it was just so cool that they would team him up with just everybody, the janitor, you know, the, <laughs> the, the mailman, Spider-Man team ups with the, the postal delivery guy, you know, just any, any old everybody. And I just always, uh, I, I love those team ups. I can't think of any particular uh, ones right off, right off hand, but just, just, you know, Spider-Man teaming up with anybody was always fun for me. Oh, totally. Well, I hope I'm glad, you know, we have, we have a, uh, you know, about half, almost half the team of, uh, you know, champion Miss Fury uh, team up, Silverline team up here. That's right. Um, I, I hope that I hope that that becomes an ongoing thing for us at Silverline that we have other team ups. You know, well, I think in that what Roland, Roland, um, the plan. I mean, you're you're part of the 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 plan planning of all this kind of stuff. So isn't that what what uh, you know, Roland and I when we go bike riding, we talk about it every now and again. Yeah, he wants to once we get through this this four parter. I think it's supposed to be. Um, yeah. The uh, uh, I think it was, he he plans on are y'all plan on doing another something? It may not be Miss Fury and uh and uh Champion. It may be something else, but uh, or some of the other characters or just some characters that aren't even part of any of the current books. So well, totally. I, I think I think it would be interesting. I think the interesting trend of starting with the uh, the first team up is having a public domain character and a Silverline character. I yeah. think from a sheer marketing standpoint, it's really good because you get the brand recognition of a public domain character with one of our exclusive characters. That might be interesting to see, you know, uh, what else we can come up with, you know? Maybe it should be Curtis and Sherlock Holmes. I, I, I was going to say Sherlock Holmes. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you and Sherlock Holmes. Maybe we'll draw you as a comic character in there. Yeah. There we go. And it'll just be doing, me doing this every time he says something smart. I go, eh, like that. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I think that's good. What do what do you say? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, the, yeah, Sherlock Holmes and Twilight Grimm, where where vampires um invade mm-hmm. Victorian London. Oh, and, that'd be good. That sure would be. Throw Twilight Grimm 
everything. Everybody needs to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Va vampire invasion of Silverline. We should do like a full year where it's just nothing but vampire invasion. Oh, um, Royal Airships has a good one. Is Cthulhu publicly mean? Throw him in the mix. Oh my gosh, Cthulhu would be awesome. That would I be great. Love that. And and speaking of Cthulhu, which of course goes uh, to uh, the God, I'm, I'm um, gosh, I'm, I'm spacing on the name of the creator of uh, Call of Cthulhu because um, he also he also created the Necronomicon or or allegedly created the Necronomicon. Um, um, but but uh, yeah, I, I like that. I like that idea. But I, I think what would be really cool is to have. Um, I mentioned earlier before you came on the crossover. I've always wanted. Oh, HP Lovecraft. Thank you so much, Roy. Yeah. My crossover, and I pitched it. I wasn't a, loud enough, was it? Yeah, and my, mine would be um, would be uh, Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China and uh -huh. from Evil Dead. Where, if you're familiar with those two licenses, I would have Lopan get the Necronomicon, and then those two guys have to team up. And I think mm -hmm. that would be a really fun one, a really fun one. And and uh, I'm all for I, that. Yeah, that would be fun. Great. Just two obnoxious blowhards. That would be great. <laughs> how about like how about like doing Indiana Jones and a hand solo team up? That'd be kind of crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> That'd be pretty surreal, right? Yeah, definitely. I like the weird, the weird ones. Like we were mentioning earlier, uh, Archie and Punisher, right? Like that was like insane. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I gotta think of another really weird one. There's gotta be other other really crazy ones. Well, I was mentioning to Renee was my my wife. She was asking me what tonight's show was about. We were talking on the on the when I was driving back over, and I've mentioned the subject, and she was like, "Do you have any ideas of what?" And I'm like, "No, but how about Darth Vader and some people? That'd be fun. Maybe like Darth Vader." And she was like, "Well, how about Darth Vader in uh, Mando?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I like like Darth Vader in Jason or something like that." Oh, that'd, yeah, that'd be, that'd be, <laughs> I think you just go around and just killing everybody. That'd be kind of crazy. <laughs> Well, go ahead. Sorry. Like, you know, they had the alien versus predator. Yeah. Yeah. Throw Darth Vader in there. Yeah. Yeah. And they had uh, Freddy versus Jason. That was actually pretty fun. That was yes. a good one. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, definitely. I um, trying to think. What other ones? What other ones? Um, what about as far as we're uh, here? Here's one that I, I thought I'd throw out. If we, and I don't know if Roland would be down with it, but if we could get. A crossover with one of the big two's characters so it was like there it yeah. goes i'm back my computer was acting up there for a second <laughs> if it was like uh like dc or marvel did a crossover with us in an alternate reality they agreed to do that who would you guys like to have pair up with one of our characters well i'm trying to think um well, who could we put? Who could we team up with the cat and mouse guys? I think Daredevil all the way. Oh, Daredevil. that'd be cool. It's got to be something that's going to happen in New Orleans, of course, because we can't leave New Orleans. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I don't mind. Mm -hmm. I love New Orleans. Um, uh, yeah, no, that'd be neat. Or, or if Cat and Mouse showed up in, 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 in New York, and Spider Man jumped in there, gotta have Spider Man team up. Gotta have Spider Man yeah. with Captain with Cat and Mouse. That'd be kind of fun. That would be. Uh, fun. Yep. Because uh, I could see all of the the, the 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 funny banter and stuff going on there with Peter Parker and the, and those two, that'd be kind of fun. Oh, definitely. Um, um, uh, who who's... Superman going to? Ooh, 
He's so overpowered for our. For yeah, our see, you know, I, yeah, we, we, like, we talked about it. So we talked about it, or, or I've mentioned it so much. I just don't like Superman. Oops, did I say oh, really? that? No, I just don't like <laughs> Superman. He's he's the only reason why he he just doesn't take over everything is because because we just write it that way. He would he would take over everything. He would he would have to figure out a way to take Superman down. I just thought, like, oh, that's a good one. Fruit Pat says, uh, wouldn't Gambit or Rogue be a pit? Totally. That would actually be perfect for our New Orleans. Yeah, it sure would. Oh, Nightwing, yes, definitely. Nightwing would be an excellent fit. I think Divinity and Swamp Thing would be a good one. Oh, like, I, just know, yeah. I just thought I just thought it was so yeah. good. Ooh, let's hear it. Joker needs to go. You know where he needs to go. Joker? Oh, Joker goes to Trump's. Oh my gosh, you're so smart. You're so smart. By the way, I speaking of Trump's, I had a bunch of people come by the table. We're wanting issues, uh, wanting issues uh, three and four. So, woohoo, Roland, if you're listening, three and four Trumps, people are wanted. Awesome. Awesome. Rory says uh, a crossover between heroes that don't speak the same language but have to work together. Let the comedy of errors ensue. Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. So we could have we could have a crossover with like Japanese manga, and like half of it is in Japanese, and then the other oh. half is in English. <laughs> and you have to use Google Translate to get through the whole issue, depending on your your ability. I think that would be. Oh, I got it. We could do Demon Slayer with Cat and Mouse Demon. So Demon Slayer and uh, oh the manga oh yeah. there we go. Yes, Rory likes that idea. Joker and Trumps. Yeah, that would be. That would be awesome. That he could take cool. over. All of a sudden, he jumps in there. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of the Joker about the show today, there was a guy walking down the, the – I don't know why this 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 was the weirdest thing, and Mahalia and I were talking about it. A guy was walking around in a Joker outfit, and he was walking around with a machine gun, walking Ooh. down the mall. And the uh, wow. first time I saw him, I'm walking by. I'm like, that's a great Joker outfit. And then I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. I, should, I should be I – should, I should just – I should go punch him or something because he's walking around with a machine. Gun. Was it was it like a airsoft? Or what do you think? Yeah, it was, well, it was just a, it was a fake gun. You know, it was a little plastic gun kind of thing. But it's like, like, dude, what? You know, this is not. Why? What did? Why would you think that was a good idea? <laughs> that is. I'm sorry. Sidetrack. Cheryl, <laughs> I did a squirrel a squirrel moment there talking about the <laughs> Joker. Uh, Fruit Bat Thirty Six says Lone Wolf and Cub. Somehow get brought into the current by the demon. Yeah, Lone Wolf and Cub, the, the famous uh, samurai series, which is which is is great. If, if any of you watched um, Mandalorian, not Mandalorian, actually, it was uh, the recent Boba Fett series, and there's a part with Mandalorian. You mean Boba Fett DeLorean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a scene which literally, spoiler alert, there's a scene with Luke Skywalker and Grogu mm -hmm. that literally is taken from that samurai series. So, oh wow. Um, if you know, if you can watch it, it's it's the first five minutes of that Samurai series they used for that uh, the opening of that part. But yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so from DC, so we Bat Batman could always. I mean, I always think so many of our characters are very street level, you know, as far as the superheroes mm -hmm. go. Um, so Batman, of course, and Nightwing, like like Fruit Bat said, those are those are really good ones. Um, I'm trying to think. Who else? Batman could show up in New Orleans for something, all dark and gritty with the cat and mouse stuff and the demon and all that. That'd work. Yeah, Champion that'd work. and him running around. Yeah, definitely, mm -hmm. definitely. Wonder who else? What villain? I, I think. I think. I really think you you nailed it with Joker, though. That would be. Wouldn't that be awesome? 
Yeah, he has something like the Joker in Trump gets like knocked out or gets killed, and then the person standing over him is the Joker that we know. Joker, Joker. Yeah. Like, oh no, and he, he's over. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally, totally. Um, I'm trying to think. What other? You know, there was one crossover. If you, I don't know if you folks are familiar. This is a funny one, but it made perfect sense to me. Was um, years ago there was the Sony uh, movie studio hack. And if you folks mm-hmm. remember when that happened and, and all these emails got released to the public because they did right. a movie uh, that was making fun of, um, you know, the head of uh, North Korea, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. So, so they released it. So you got to hear about all this stuff in development. And one of the things in development that I thought actually sounded good was they were going to do the 21 Jump Street, the new version, the movie with um, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. They were going to do a crossover with them in Men in Black. Is what they were thinking oh my about. God. <laughs> I can't picture it though. I think it'd be funny. That would be funny. It would be funny. Yeah. Fruit Bat says, "I think the name characters are a little too much. It, be, I, it feels like it needs to be background players." Yeah, I could see it, like the kind okay. of second tier characters. Yes. Yeah. Like so, we have agree. Foggy Nelson makes a, a special appearance in uh mm-hmm. in the next Demon's Tales. There we go. <laughs> That would be cool. Yeah. Well, you know, when we were at Malibu, there was, if I remember correctly, there was this whole deal that the, the Ultraverse characters were just going to stay unto themselves, and it was going to be this self-contained universe. And then, of course, company got oh, bought out by Marvel. <laughs> and then just bit by bit, you know, yeah. more of the Marvel characters came in. And I understand. I think it was a it was a business decision because they were having a really – the whole industry was having a hard time, you know. Um, but – I think the first character that came in was the Black Knight. I think he was the first one that came in. Yeah. yeah. I remember doing a, a Spider Prime uh, thing. That's right. That I, that I thought was just ridiculous. <laughs> like, but okay, you're paying, you're paying me for it. That's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> Whatever. That was kind of weird. Um, mm-hmm. What were some of the other Malibu uh, Marvel crossover things that they did was nightman ever in anything i always thought nightman would have been a good one to but nightman and gambit then nightman and gambit um free says green arrow yeah green arrow is totally a good a character to come into the silverland kind of universe um I, I still remember there was this one piece of artwork i may have mentioned before but it never got released but they got um tim vigil if you know his oh. artwork, can be considered a bit risque um a little bit sometimes a little bit and he, they got Malibu got him to do a cover of we had Wolf, Nightman versus Wolverine was one of the other books, and when he submitted it, he actually submitted it was a picture of like Wolverine standing over Nightman, and he had decapitated him and was holding <laughs> him. <laughs> that sounds like Tim Vigil, doesn't it? Oh, totally. And I think somebody actually submitted it to Marvel, and I think I think uh, I heard that that was it Mark Grunewald or somebody. They just faxed back just the word no. That's all he said. Yeah, they did not want that. Yeah, Prime versus Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Prime was my my favorite Ultraverse character. They just such a good such a good character. I wish they they could find a way to bring him back. You know, that's a shame. A lot of them would be would have been would be cool if they were to do something with them. They're not apparently. Yeah, yeah. That's a. A whole ball of wax. Yep. You know, kind of breaking the narrative right now. I I think we should talk about this because it's topical. And those of you in the chat, I'd be curious. Um, Joe Casada, man, he left Marvel. I you can't. Know, I, 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 
I read that, but I didn't do any research on it. What's what's the the, the humbug of that? What's going on? Why did he did he yeah. did he get outed or not outed? I mean, outed. Yeah. That's not the right yeah. word. No, get kicked I'll, out. How's yeah. That? Well, I mean, I mean, you can't tell because it was, all, it was all that kind of corporate speak. You know, I'm moving on yeah, to future endeavors. Uh, yeah. You know, they you know was suggested to move on, or you know, they just have their differences. Yeah. But I mean, he had been there for about twenty years, I think, as yeah. in his most current role. Um, which, to be honest, I actually was disappointed, and not not that he didn't do a good job, but he's just such a damn good penciler. I miss seeing Joe Casada's artwork. He was yeah. his Daredevil one was was one of my favorite Daredevil runs of all. I mean, he just he drew Daredevil amazing. I got to ink a bunch of his backgrounds when he did the 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 Ash stuff with the. Mm-hmm. You remember of yeah, yeah but, with uh, Jimmy Pomiati? Yeah, I got to ink a bunch of his bunch of his stuff and a bunch of when he did the. Oh golly, he did a cross there. They did a crossover with um, uh, 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 what what is the 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 red. The big red character with the big horns that are chopped off. Uh, what's the guy with the big horn? Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah, they had. You remember that Hellboy crossover that they did with uh, with the? Yeah, I got to ink a bunch of that. That was pretty fun. Yeah, no, I always loved this stuff. I remember going to one time when I was in New York with uh, visiting Jimmy. We went to Joe's uh, uh, house, apartment, whatever his one room. Little tiny apartment thing that he that he had. Back then he was so nice. He was. He's been the, the few times that I've met him and met him after the fact. He he remembers me and and that that was pretty cool. Never gave me any work at Marvel, but he remembered me. That was pretty cool. That's great though. He's a good fellow. Yeah. He's he was yeah he was great. I loved uh, his uh, Batman sort of Azrael. That was just I still read it to this day. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, Fruit Bad has something to say about that. Let me just. <laughs> Sorry, Fruit Bat. Just a minute. Am I back on here? Give me Bruce a second. Thomas is wrong. Thomas is always talking. Says regarding uh, Joe Casada, it's probably an issue of a mismatch of minds, the suits versus editorial, and he just saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, it could very well be. You know. Yeah, I mean that was not the. Not to get too happen. specific, but I mean those kind of politics. You know, we saw and I saw at Malibu towards the end. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and it was you know it was a learning experience to see how people navigate that and how you know it's unfortunate, but usually the people who are the most influential are often the first to go because you know the people that either want to take over power or creative control or whatever want to oust those people and it's unfortunate because usually the people that are the most loyal to the company the most uh influential are the first to go so could very well be, could very well be you know, it also could be that it's you know we all know that the the the, the and dc too but the marvel and dc numbers are are you know are not that great so maybe it's time you know i it's probably a a disney thing they were like time to shake it up shake it up get rid of the people maybe we can get something going again i don't know yeah As, no, true. That that could very well be the case, you know. Um, that's one thing I, I've heard about I've heard about a lot of Hollywood studios and stuff like that is is as soon as the new a new person comes into a leadership role or whatever, yeah, just clean that they just clean out all the top brass right off the yeah. right off the bat. Yeah. You know? Wipe it out. Yeah, yeah. So new, new opinions and mm-hmm. 
No, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but but yeah, you know, uh, good luck to him, and, and I'm sure we'll see more from him. And, and personally, if I get to see more of his actual yeah, original art, more, that, that would be really like good. But what what yeah. has he done? What has he actually done lately? You know, I mean, besides uh, other than his, you know, as as the role of being the uh, the, the publisher, president, whatever in particular, what the role was. What has he been able to draw anything lately, at all? Do you know? Um, I don't think so. I mean, not at least not an actual book. Maybe he did a, a pinup or something here and there, but I, I don't recall seeing anything. So yeah, I don't either. Yeah, maybe the best thing for us as, as comic book fans is to have him kind of back in the trenches. Um, but yeah, I'd say he's. I was talking to somebody. I was actually talking to somebody who worked at Extreme Studios. You know, back in the day, mm-hmm. I was speaking with him the other day, and we were talking about how some of the image style. Um, at the time was really hot, but nowadays looking at things, there's certain, I'll be frank and I won't say which ones, but there's certain image artists that back then I thought were amazing and the mm-hmm. art style didn't really age well. But then there's other people who really have like, like for instance, uh, Mark Silvestri and Jim Lee, I can still look at their stuff right now and it aged really well. It's and really it's just timeless, honestly. Definitely. And Joe Cassad is in that, in that mm-hmm. area too. Those yeah. guys are blown illustrators, you know? Um, Fruit Bat says the over art, the overarching direction has shifted so much it was likely an issue of banging his head against the wall until he just said, I, I'm out. I'm uh, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no no, yeah. no no, shame in that, you know, definitely. I heard somebody say, and I, I think it's true in, in work too, you have like a good – a lot of times you have a good five-year run. It's like It's like a sports team where a bunch of creative people come together and work on a project or at a company, and there's a certain – energy during that five-year period and you can't replicate it and then people go away or new people come in and it changes to something else you know mm-hmm. um, and i definitely feel that way with in comic books that creative teams kind of come together and you have a great run of a specific character or what have you and then time moves on so that could be the you case. know maybe maybe our government should do that a little bit <laughs> uh, let me just say that uh, the views of Thomas Flormonte do not are not endorsed by Silverline Comics or its affiliates at Silverline Publishing. I'm not talking about any particular one. All of it, all of our government. There, we've got some people that have been sitting around for way too long. Need to move oh, yeah. on. Oh yeah, need Definitely. to move on. And it's like that. It's in the school system too, right? Sometimes you know you go to like public schools, and it's just like. You ever yeah. had that one teacher that's the just superintendent this year? Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. 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 Just writing it out and going to retirement. And you just, you know, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to be there. <laughs> <you know? laughs> they should have retired a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, but yeah, I could, I could, I could definitely see the case. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing what, what he does next. I don't think he's just going to go away and we're not going to hear from him. I don't him think so either. I hope, no. he, I hope he does something fun. Yeah. I'm really sure he'll yeah. start doing his own thing for a while. Definitely. Yeah, so good luck to yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So let's see. Any other crossovers? or Not crossovers, so much team-ups. Um, team-ups, as in creative teams. That's that's something. What's what what's a good run of a comic book where you feel like the team was just firing on all cylinders and was really strong? Is there any particular run of any book that anybody? Well, I mean, to? we're not talking like just 
like Avengers or, or X-Men, right? Those are single yeah. books that are, yeah, all that, all those are, 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 are great. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess you don't consider like fantastic four a team up group because that's them, right? It always has been them. You've ever, have you ever seen them separate before the Fantastic Four birth. I mean, have you? Do you ever remember Fantastic Four that wasn't with them just separate? And then all of a sudden, hey, let's put them four together, and now we got to know it's always been them four, right? But yeah. I mean, you got all the X Men folks coming in and out all the time. You know, they they've had their own books and then get drawn into the X Men or the Avengers or or that kind of thing, or even the Justice League. All the fifteen different Justice Leagues. You know, all of the. the just like the the Justice League, I remember uh, back what was it in the nineties? Justice League Europe, you know, mm-hmm. when they when when Captain Adam got brought into there and all those guys, that was fun. I thought that oh, was yeah. a, a fun thing. I think Food Fat, um, and I was kind of alluding to this too, is a, a team up as far as not as the characters, but the actual creators. A good team up of a, a collaborative team. And um, Fruit Bat says Chuck Dixon and Scott McDaniel on Night uh-huh. King in the nineties. And of course, yes, this was this was crazy good. Uh, Frank Miller and Bill Sienkiewicz, uh, uh, Sienkiewicz. I'm not pronouncing it right. On Electra the Assassin, that was mm-hmm. insanely good. Oh, yeah. My favorite X Men run is really good. It was. It was like each yeah. of those pages were like art, on, like a poster unto itself. You mm-hmm. know. Um, I love uh, Paul Smith when he was working on uh, X Men. He didn't have a long run, but Paul Smith's run on X Men with yeah, Chris yeah. Claremont. Is like one of my favorite runs. I wish it had gone on longer. That was, that was insanely good. Um, other than uh, Champion Miss Fury, any collaborations where you folks teamed up with other creators that were like kind of standouts for you? You're like, okay, that was when I really feel like we were doing top notch work, or I had a great time, or it stands out creatively. You know, every time I get to do something over Stephen or or Stephen Butler or Mitch Bird, I just because they trained me basically to to ink. You know, I always yeah. think this, this stuff looks just so good. I I, I get surprised sometimes when I ink, ink a cover of Stevens and I'm like, oh, this just looks so good. How did this turn <laughs> out? This this is so neat. I did that. Look at that. That's how I did something. That's so cool. Makes you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you cook something and you taste it, and you're like, "Damn, that's good!" Oh, I'm I, I made good. it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. About uh, uh, Roberta, about all the different stuff that you've colored. Any particular book other than my book that you've been working on? Yeah, well, see, that's that's number one. But other than that, <laughs> any any of the Malibu books that you or any particular pages? Like, there's times that I. When I'm flipping through some of my, like even today, when I was flipping through some of the uh, the, the the actual artwork, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm flipping through it and then I'm like, I remember, you know, even though this was 20 years ago, I remember sitting, you know, in my my studio that I shared with Stephen and Mitch and all them, and mm-hmm. and Barry and and Jennifer, you know, and, and it was like, I, it just brings back some memories that you're like, why why is this page? I remember inking this face for some reason. I don't remember inking that other face, but this one, this is really <laughs> weird. I remember we were having a conversation about some country Western, because uh, 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 mm-hmm. Mitch, Mitch would love to listen to uh, uh, audio tapes of country Western stuff all the time. It was mm-hmm. kind of, kind of, kind of crazy. 
And um, so, yeah, so every now and again, you'll be doing something. And you're like, oh, that is, I remember that. That's pretty, pretty neat. So do you have any of anybody, any, whenever you look at something old, you go, oh, I remember what I was doing. <laughs> remember sludge. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love doing that. Just the style of it was really neat. And it was. The, that was the Aaron Lepresti sludge, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say that, that's up there. Her favorite for me, you know, because I just, I enjoyed just the style in general. I wished I could do more room. Yeah. It's so unfair. <laughs> With no yeah. Doubt. Those two books were were artistically some of the most solid, right? I would say mm -hmm. those and the Norman Bray Fogel's Prime was like <laughs> insane. Oh, um, yeah. I remember Albert Cayeros, who was one of the colorists. I remember him getting mm -hmm. notes from Barry Windsor Smith. And and mm -hmm. I, I remember I kept hearing that that he would always, if he didn't like something, you would just get a note and it would say something like, In this, in this panel, Rune has a purple highlight on his back. And on this <laughs> panel, his back. And then it would just go dot 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 odd and that's how he would right <laughs> it was just always odd was that was his uh his way to to criticize <laughs> um royal airships says unlikely genre mixing is a fun thought exercise horror comedy is always a good one when executed well yeah yeah it's like abbott costello and and, and those universal vampires kind of thing right mm -hmm. totally totally definitely did, did you folks like the which one good. Nightman. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was me. He was. I, I never watched the TV series. Did you folks ever see the Nightman TV series? I, well, I had to watch it, of course. Yeah. You know, yeah. It. But, but it was, it was, I don't know. I hope <laughs> nobody's listening. It, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. But that car, I mean, they actually had his car, that neat car. You oh, remember that, that? Yeah. So that was, yeah. That's cool. I heard Manimal made an appearance on that show at one point because it was the same showrunner that did Manimal. I heard in the later. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't watch them all. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, That's fun. Yeah. So, did you like? Did you like the Malibu Street Fighter? <laughs> I like. I like the covers. <laughs> no, I think I thought that was interesting because um. It was. I liked it. I liked the the style, but but I think I don't know. I I don't know if it was the best creative decision when they had the ferret show up in issue three, uh, <laughs> on, the, and on the cover, uh -huh. and then shortly after, uh, shortly after, uh, Capcom pulled the license. Right, I think is what happened. Yeah, <laughs> that might be one of the reasons. Yeah, but it did get us a Street Fighter Two Championship Edition cabinet in the office, which was. Oh, awesome. did you? Oh, yeah, break room, and then of course there were times where our lunch break we would be I, in the middle of the championship and you go a little too long. <laughs> until that, like I think the one of the buttons kept sticking or something at some point. Yeah, and the screen kind of like lost one color, so it looked like it had like a yellow glaze over it at one point. <laughs> but, yeah, but I, I think, I think what we're trying to say is we played the hell out of that game. Well, we did. It's we did. I remember one time Roland caught caught me and a couple of the guys playing when we were supposed to be working and uh -oh. a little little bit of a talking too about about prioritizing work time and play time. <laughs> so, so what what were some of the uh, 
the the crazier stuff Roland did at the offices. Now he's not here. We can talk about him. Oh, Remember gosh. him doing anything funny? Well, I don't. He didn't do this, but I know. And I I, I won't say who, but I know there was uh, there was one there was one trip to Chicago Con, which was hilarious. I can't uh, for the for the safety of everybody's well being. I won't say which people, but there was everybody got a bunch of people got drunk one night, and again. <laughs> I'm with him in Chicago. I'm like 17 or eight, 17 maybe. Um, so, so how's I it was, you? Of course. Yeah. But um, what ended up happening is we were in this hotel and the lobby of the hotel, it's one of those hotels where you have all the rooms surrounding it and then it's open in the middle. So when you're, when you're in your room, you can look out, look over the railing to see right in the corner. And they yeah. had created this, 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 this kind of like display. It was like a clown display where they had like a clown mannequin and all this stuff. And um, a bunch of the, Higher-ups got drunk, and um, one of them went to his room <laughs> and was really oh, drunk. And, was, no. and so somebody, one of our, one of our uh, editorial staff took the mannequin of the clown, propped, oh, no. propped it against the guy's door so that it was leaning on it. And then they, they knocked on the door, and the guy opened the door, and this clown effigy like landed on him, and he screamed. <laughs> and, then, and then I heard later in the evening... Somebody picked up the clown and threw him from the top floor into the courtyard. So the people in the lobby thought somebody it's was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you don't do that. You don't taking a header. So, so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, did Roland get in trouble for throwing that, that fake mannequin <laughs> yeah. over the side? I don't think Roland was, in, Roland was involved in that. So that gives you a little <laughs> bit more information. It's starting to, to narrow it down. Um, maybe yeah. somebody. Maybe somebody who created Lord Pumpkin might have been involved in that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that was great. Uh, that was good times. That's a good <laughs> yeah, I think Roland always minded his P's and Q's. I don't think I, that I know of anything. No. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't have any, like, oh, this is really, you know, made a yeah. big deal out of something. He just did what he needed to. Yeah. Yeah. I think Roland was he he knew in, in his heart that he was too far away from home <laughs> to, to to mess up too much because he's like, how am I gonna get back to Mississippi now? How, if, I'm, if I'm stuck all the way over here. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah, probably. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, but yeah, so good times. Good well, times. thank you for sharing that one. Yeah, exactly. I, I totally picture that. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was so impressionable, and I remember so way more than I probably should. Oh, probably you yeah, can, you can, Eventually, you can, you can write a book. Yeah, definitely. The yeah, be, mm-hmm. yeah. It'll be called Sorted Tales behind the scenes of of a editorial uh, assistant in Malibu Comics. Malibu Comics. Yeah. It'll be on Amazon in about a month. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, so. any, any rubber band wars? What rubber band wars? Yes. Yeah. Rubber yeah. Band wars. <laughs> we have lots of those. <laughs> You'll uh, find them snapping people random. <laughs> uh, so, was there ever a chance to do any of the crossover stuff with? Uh, we're talking about Malibu stuff here a little bit, digging into some of that old stuff. But you were y'all were there. So was there um, um, any of the, the 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 Malibu like Protector Universe stuff ever? Any talks of you know any of those? Because some of those characters were kind of 
kind of neat. Like I worked on a book. Um, uh, what was the book? Uh, Gravestone. You remember Gravestone? Oh yeah, Gravestone was or, cool. Yeah, Gravestone was pretty cool. And it's like, you know, he would be really good over in the Ultraverse kind of stuff. But because of the way that it was structured, he was never going to get his chance to, to, to go bigger. But mm -hmm. uh, was there any other other talk of any of the other characters ever jumping over to to make it into a, an Ultraverse book? Not that I know of. I think the only thing crossover. Yeah, I think I think the only thing they did was that they did that gen they 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 rebranded it the Genesis line, and then they had all the other non-ultraverse characters come together, right? So X mutants and, and uh, protectors and dinosaurs for hire, and they even had a couple issues where like Gravestone was with the X mutants as part of their series, and so that. But yeah, I don't. I think I think they really were early on. They were really trying, from what I could tell, to keep the ultraverse its own thing, uh, with its own continuity. Yeah. Um, so Royal Airship says this weekend was the furthest north Roland has ever been. <laughs> he says, "Little Roland in the big city is going to be a great one-off." <laughs> and he says, "Roland experiences mass transit." Oh, oh, the buggy well, for the deep. Where, where did y'all maybe can post on there real quick? Where y'all y'all take him out to eat anytime? Yeah, we'll, we'll wait for him to respond. How come you're on you're on the streams? Why don't you just join? Why are you sending it's messages man. through? Oh well, he's not going to. Because <laughs> I'm a Wednesday whammer. <laughs> I may join the Wednesday show too because uh, apparently Steve Englehart's going to be on there and and everybody heard, yeah everybody's going to be talking about that. So I can jump on there a minute and and mm -hmm. talk about the Nightman stuff because he was the writer on Nightman. I really did like that. Yeah. I think we should have a Pictionary uh, live stream. What do you guys think? Where everybody's live streaming there, drawing, doing Pictionary together. I think that would be oh, fun. Wow. We could. <laughs> I don't know why we could. That would be fun. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Um, Fruit Bat, Fruit Bat 36 says, think we can convince him up to the Great White North? I bet you if, if, if we can, if, if you can go ahead and uh, find a convention that will not only be happy to have him, but host him and take care of the, you know, accommodations, I bet you Roland would be more than interested. I think a lot of us would. Yeah. Roland's been kind of talking behind the scenes about the potential of having a uh, Silver Line uh, national tour, so. Yeah. <laughs> Rory says, I can't betray the Wednesday crowd. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. I could, I, I understand. He says he's also doing home, also doing homework. Stay in school, kids. Doing homework. He's uh, his own homework. He's finally <laughs> going to graduate high school. <laughs> Bet thirty six says maybe Calgary. You know, it, like I, I think I don't. Ron's pretty adventurous. I think he, as far as for comic books and spreading the uh, the silver line word, I, I bet you he would be open to that. Um, but I'm not speaking completely for him, but. But definitely let us know. Let us know. If, if you can't get a hold of us here, you can just contact us on the uh, Facebook page for Silverline Comics, and I'm sure it'll get to rolling. Royal Airships sent some emojis. Okay. Uh, so what is this one? I always see this one. Is that, is that like the two ends? Is that a high five or is that praying? I don't know. You ever see that emoji? Let me do a poll. <laughs> let me see that one. Back on my face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I'm an oldie. 
fruitbed 36 says i'll let him know what exists up here yeah please do please do you know we, so the two hands up are a high five oh here's a high five okay mm -hmm. okay all right well, that's good to know you know the thing that i hate is on on facebook when you do the emotional reaction the laughing one the the, the no the care one where it has the person like giving a hug is right mm -hmm. next to the laughing one being too nice but <laughs> I, I i use the don't, don't tell anybody my secret i use the little hug one is i think you're an idiot that's what i use it for it's like i feel for you you're you're, you're so precious that's what i use it for <laughs> they, they don't think so they think i'm being nice or whatever but it's like no i just uh, i have pity for you <laughs> you're a mad plan yeah, I mean, if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna love you, I'm gonna put the love one on there. Otherwise, the the, the little hug love one is me laughing at you, saying that you're, you're sad. Now we now we know. <laughs> now you know. Now you know. Fruitbat thirty six says, "What's being colored right now?" Um, it's pendulum. I don't know. Is that that's yeah, correct? Pendulum. Right? Mm -hmm. That's third book of pendulum. And and pendulum, if I recall, is one of our is one of our Silverline remix books. So it was originally published. A while back, probably in the '90s, as a black and white. Just like this. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it holds up nice. Like, By John like Drury. Okay. And so I yeah. really do like how it's coming together. It's getting, it's getting a lot more punch. You know, having having color gives, I think, some new life to the character. That's great. You know, I, I that's what I like about the. I really love about the remix line is it's like. Enough time has passed that one we get to kind of update it with, you know, your great colors and things like that. But also, it's like a, a different audience, you know, can look at it because mm -hmm. these books are indie books, you know, so they had a limited run, they had a limited amount of access to people, you know, and um, right. yeah, and so that's great. Yeah, and what what would you say theme wise? I mean, is this kind of a noir thing? I mean, how would you how would you I wish it was a little more noir. It looks like it could have been, um, uh -huh. but really, it's it, it's kind of like a um, it's a superhero story about a guy that does not want to be a superhero, and mm. so much happens, and he's he doubts himself a lot, and he created something. But he's a brilliant chemist, and he just ends up running afoul of rich people and companies that, that want to do something mischievous with his inventions. Nice. And he ends up desperate enough to try to take his own serum, thinking that he didn't care what the results were, but he didn't really like what the results were. <laughs> because it makes him on unstable age. So he changes age, he goes, he grows younger and then grows older randomly. And it's very upsetting. Oh, wow. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And so this is issue three. Do you know how many, I can't recall how many issues are in the series. Four. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I need to see the fourth book. It should be nice. I, I don't know, maybe Roland's waiting for me to turn in for Yeah. Huh, it is a great story. It's yeah, the style of it is is kind of kind of a mystery and kind of some kind of psychological working through 
trying to figure out what his motivations are, you know, and he gets a little bit more accustomed to his role as a superhero eventually. That's cool. Takes him a while. I remember that the cover for the first issue back in the day was really cool. It had this mm -hmm. kind of mascara swinging with the damsel in distress under his arm, like very classic, you know, kind of cover. Really good stuff. Yeah, let me see if I can pull up something to show you. Oh, well, by, by the way, that, that last recent cover that you've done for Cat and Mouse, Roberta, whoo, those colors, insane. Uh, I so love it. I, I went really crazy on that. I like it. It was so different. I mean, the, the, the those kind of the palette was so different. It looked great. Thank you. Looked, it did. It looked really good. Yeah. Good Can I pull that up? Yeah, please. All right. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Pat thirty six says that aging and de aging thing is a pretty cool concept. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That, that fire really popped. Yeah. That's why I like indie comics. You know, it's like, you know, you can have those kind of out there stuff, you know? So. Yeah. And this concept is, you know, it, it's fun to work with because uh, inventor, he could, he could change things very easily. Yeah. All right. There we go. Oh God, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> turned so good. Turned out so good. Look so at they that. are just falling, and I just I wanted the the concept that I wanted with it is is to have something really bright in the background, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, so that you see the explosion and you see all the all the chaos and the fire. And I love that. Barb did wonderful job on this. These yeah. characters. What issue is that? Gonna be four. So this is four. Yeah. Okay, four. So that'd be the end of this first this first mm -hmm. mini series. Right. Conclusion. Yeah, that looks great. Well, yeah. doing a good job, Barb. You're doing a great job. Yeah, it's, it's a great idea for a cover having them tumbling like that. <laughs> they sure look <laughs> they're in trouble. Group bet thirty six says, "How them colors for Wolf or Wolf Hunter come out?" Cough cough. Very well, from what I definitely, well. yeah, mm -hmm. and and I like I like the kind of the yellow kind of little bit sepia tone to it, you know, kind of gives it that that kind of time I think kind of time period, you know. That's what I, that's what I love about our books. We have something like Cat and Mouse, and then we have a Wolf Hunter, you know, and then Bam, we have just like totally different books, you know. Yeah. Well, Curtis, since you know I've been been down for a little while, how is your book coming along? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I'm color and coloring, uh, coloring it now, and uh, kind of jumping back and forth between coloring and uh, inking. But it's 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 getting close. It's getting when close. when are we when are we gonna get it? Uh, I'm being a little coy, but sooner than later. Let's just put it. Let's just put it, uh, <laughs> let's just put it that way. Let's just put it that. All right. And, yeah, but I'm but I'm I'm finally kind of hitting that point where I'm just like, oh, I I can see that finish line. You know, sometimes. Yeah. It just feels like you know banging the head against the wall, you know. And there's this there's this thing called real life that I'm trying to deal with. Oh yeah, outside of the comic book, and it's just like wow. Right. But, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. Fruit Bat Thirty Six says, "Ah, shucks, thanks. Well, you're welcome, but very well deserved. It, it it you did a great job, kind of you know, 
fitting the fitting the the vibe to the whole thing. Royal Airship says, "Gonna read Wolf Hunter tonight. Looks amazing." Yes, it does. Yeah, that, that book has a really fun opening. I love the, the 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 opening's really cool. Very very cinematic. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, folks, I think we're starting to wind down, and um, mm -hmm. as always, um, our topic is. Just a conversation starter, and then we go we, we go our own routes, which I'm fine with. I think it's great, you know. Did we talk about Pete lately? Have y'all mentioned any of Pete's no, stuff? We, or we're we, we don't know. Maybe he should do it whenever he comes on. I didn't know if y'all were. Okay. I, I, I mean, big, I mean I, I'm sure it's, I imagine it's okay we say it because people knew it was happening, but. But a uh, big congratulations and shout out to Mr. Clinton and his family and the new addition to his family, Luna, over in the UK. We look forward to seeing him when he has a little bit more free time when he comes back on yep. the show. But um, very great news. And, yep, um, yep. Yeah. And he's going to so, be in Daytona, I, supposedly. I think he's leaving. I don't think he knows that he's not going to get to leave. <laughs> <laughs> We'll keep, we'll keep their fingers. <laughs> Fruit Bat 36 says, page three, panel five. He's talking about um, Wolf Hunter. So make sure to check out that specific panel. Okay. Um, I think that's uh, just about it. Let me just double check the comment section. I think everybody's cleared up there. Uh, so until next time, everybody. I don't have the, uh, the room. Anyone. <laughs> it's been a bump. I don't know where my little Yoda is. I'll do my hand. I'll pretend like my hand is. The... Yeah. <laughs> we need to have a hand signal like, like S or something. So, Hi, I'm Greg Horn. Make mine silver line. Thank you for listening to the Silverline podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.